Hey friends, welcome to episode 9 of Faith Fitness Joy. My name is Rochelle Weiss. Today I am going to share four tips for making healthier versions of almost any recipe. If you are craving some of your favorite meals that maybe aren't so great for the waistline, then grab your recipe book, a pen, and paper because I'm going to give you four tips for how to make healthier versions of your favorite recipes in today's episode. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and I am Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem hopeless? Do you struggle with how to get started? Maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster, or sometimes feel overwhelmed, depressed, and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood, work, and life. Do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy? Do you seek a deeper connection to God? Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving whole health. It is about health of the body, mind, and soul for Christian moms. If you are ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, then this is the podcast for you. All right, everyone. Today, I am sharing four tips for making healthier versions of your favorite meals or recipes. Today, I want to help you with how, with just a few tweaks and ingredient swaps, you can still have some of those comfort foods and meals that you love. Instead of completely giving up your favorite foods or meals due to the fat or carb content or high calories, make a healthier version at home. This is also a great way to cut down on the amount of processed foods that you're eating and bring in more fresh, whole, homemade meals. It might seem impossible or overwhelming, but you can make a lighter version of almost anything without sacrificing flavor. So I am sharing some tips for having your cake, pizza, or burger and eating it too. The four tips are... One, get inspired and creative. Number two, swap out the higher calorie ingredients for lighter ones. Number three, change ratios or decrease the amount of higher calorie ingredients. And four, incorporate more vegetables into the recipes. So if you've tuned in to previous episodes, you may have heard me talk about when I did low carb for like four years. And this is actually how I got started with cooking and figuring out how I could still eat all the things that I loved without going off plan. When I was doing low carb, I was most of the time on the Atkins diet, but I also did the South Beach diet um, for off and on during that time. Uh, In either case, the amount of carbohydrates that you could eat was very little, which meant a number of foods were completely out of the question due to the amount of carbohydrates per serving. So as I got desperate for things like pizza, enchiladas, or spaghetti, I had to get really creative and inventive. I was able to come up with a low-carb version of almost any meal by the time I had been doing that for four years. Eventually, I went off the low-carb diets, and for the record, I do not and would not ever recommend a low-carb diet to anyone. I strongly advise against going down that path because of what it did to me um, and my metabolism, but that's a story for a different time. Anyway, over the years, since I was always on some sort of, quote, diet, I did the same thing with whatever plan I was on. The result was that I had numerous tried and true healthy light recipes. I still make these regularly and my kids love most of them too. Well, at least two of my kids anyway. We all have that one picky kid, right? This is another reason I love the two nutritional approaches that I generally recommend and alternate between myself, which I've discussed in prior episodes. 
One is often referred to as like clean eating or just being focused on limiting your processed foods and sticking with lean protein, healthy fat, whole grains, high fiber carbohydrates, fruits and vegetables. The second one is macros or macro tracking. You have lots of flexibility with either of these. You get good nutrition and uh, with either one of them, and you can still eat things that you love. You don't feel deprived, and they are both effective for weight loss. So let's jump into the four tips for making a healthier version of almost any recipe. Number one, get inspired and get creative. So you're craving grandma's lasagna, but not quite sure what all went into it or how you can make a lighter version of it. We'll start with looking up different versions of lasagna recipes to get some inspiration and ideas. This way you get the basics of the dish, but also a sense of variations, which will get your own creative juices flowing. Get online and start Googling away to find recipes. There are countless recipes online and you can find so many for making lighter, healthier versions of almost anything. The beauty of cooking is that there is lots of flexibility. You don't have to follow the recipe exactly. In fact, I almost never do. And you can make almost any recipe work for your weight loss goals. You just need to do a little research online and get the basics for a certain dish or meal and go from there. The second thing is swapping out higher calorie ingredients for lighter ones. So let's say you want a hamburger, but they can be really high in fat and that bun can be really high in carbohydrates with almost no fiber. So first look at the meal options and see what you can swap to make it lighter. For example, in the case of a hamburger, you could use a much leaner beef like the 93% fat ground beef to make your burgers with. Even better, you could mix the 93% lean beef with ground turkey breast and mix the two so that you get a beefy flavor still, but you're also cutting the fat in half essentially by by mixing the two um, meats. An even better option is to use turkey breast, like all turkey breast, and add in other flavorings that will give it a beefier flavor without adding extra fat. It's really important to use turkey breast, though, instead of ground turkey, because ground turkey is about eight grams of fat per serving versus one and a half grams per serving in the turkey breast. So for the all turkey breast burger option, this is what I do, and they come out absolutely delicious. Get a small jar of the beef baby food, a pouch of dry French onion soup mix, and about a tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce. And you're going to mix everything together and make your burgers from there. Uh, I also like to use whole wheat buns uh, to get more fiber. There are some you can find that have almost like five grams of fiber in them. Another thing I like to swap out for a regular bun, and they work just great, you don't really feel like you're missing anything, is they're called sandwich thins. They're basically like a little bun, and they're like really thin, um, and they're both high in fiber, and they're about half the calories of a regular hamburger bun. Sometimes I'll skip the bun completely if I want to use fry, if I want some fries, or, or I'll just half the uh, bun and knife and fork it on the burger. Um, so there's lots of ways you can make it lighter. You can also make your own fries quite easily, which enables you to better control the fat content in them. So to do this, peel a few large potatoes and cut them into fries. Then um, soak them in water for about 30 minutes. Then spread them out on a paper towels. Um, and you're going to use more paper towels on top and then let them dry. 
Next, place them in a gallon Ziploc bag and drizzle about a tablespoon of olive oil or coconut oil and then add any seasoning that you might want to put on them. Uh, then shake up the bag to coat the fries and lay them all out on a baking sheet in a single layer. Bake at about 400 degrees for about 20 minutes and then flip them um, and bake them for another 20 minutes. You may need to bake them a little bit longer. One thing is they do kind of take a while um, depending on the oven. Um, so just keep checking them and uh, salt them when you first put them in and then when you flip them as well. So number three, change ratios or decrease the amount of higher calorie ingredients. So there are certain recipes where it's really hard to completely eliminate certain ingredients, but you can still lighten up the recipe with some tweaks. For example, recipes that call for cheese, you can go for a lower fat cheese option or simply cut the amount in half to reduce the overall amount of fat in the recipe. In some cases, you can eliminate the cheese completely and you really won't miss it. Um, and this, But when you're using the lower fat or cutting the amount in half, you're still getting that cheesy flavor, but you're cutting down the amount um, to reduce the fat in the recipe as a whole. In some cases, you can cut out the cheese altogether, like I said, um, and you know, you won't really miss it. I do this with enchiladas sometimes because um, you can still make really good enchiladas without adding the cheese. You can also decrease the amount of higher calorie items while increasing something else in the recipe that's lower fat or adding something lower calorie um, to balance it out. Another idea is to spread the recipe over more servings, which is particularly helpful for sauces like Alfredo. It's really tough to make a good Alfredo without sticking to the core ingredients, which are heavy cream, Parmesan, and butter. Um, you can swap some out, but you might not get the same consistency. Uh, one of the things I like to do is to thin it out with pasta water and use overall uh, less of the sauce overall or spread it across more pasta. Um, you still get the great taste of the Alfredo sauce, um, but you're just using less and you're spreading it across the dish more. You can also add other things to the recipe like chicken and broccoli. Um, you'll get in more flavor and then you're also spreading the sauce out even more um, across more servings. Um, you're just basically cutting down on the amount that you end up eating per serving and you really don't need a whole lot of it. You can really get the same great taste with a fraction of the amount of Alfredo sauce. And other types of sauces that call for heavy cream or milk, you can add less of um, the cream or the milk, or you can swap oat milk for a dairy-free option or just to cut down the fat more. Oat milk works surprisingly well. I was really blown away when I started um, doing that in some of my recipes. Just make sure that it's the plain, unsweetened, unflavored kind. Um, chicken or vegetable broth are also really great liquids that you can swap out for cream or milk depending on what the recipe is. Um, some examples where I have used oat milk in place of cream are, or milk are pesto cream or tomato cream sauces or for a roux. Um, pesto can also be high in fat and contains Parmesan cheese. So if you're looking for like a dairy-free option, you must check the labels carefully. Um, you can also make a lighter version of pesto by blending fresh spinach, basil, garlic, and olive oil. Um, if you still want to include pine nuts in the recipe, you can do that. Just reduce the amount to lighten it up. Um, and when I make that, I don't like to add cheese. I actually don't really like the cheese in the pesto. I really just like the, it's more about the basil and the um, garlic for me. Um, but it, also adding that spinach in is a great way to get more vegetables in your dish. 
So number four, incorporate more vegetables into the recipe. This is a great way to add more nutrition and get in more vegetables. I like to do this with rice and pasta dishes in particular. Almost any recipe could have lots of vegetables incorporated into it to add more to the dish while also increasing the nutritional value of the dish. This can also lower the amount of rice or pasta per serving. So a cup of the recipe isn't a full cup of rice. It's rice with all these other vegetables that you add. One of my favorite recipes that I make is this chicken veggie pasta casserole. It's packed with vegetables and it's absolutely delicious. It includes broccoli, carrots, peppers, and squash. It's really good and very satisfying because there are so many vegetables in it. Um, So these are just a few examples, but the possibilities are endless and we all need to get more vegetables in our diet. So it's fun to get creative with it and find where you can add them to recipes that you may not normally include them in or even make vegetarian versions of your favorite dishes that are traditionally um, including meat. All right, friends, those are four tips for making healthier versions of almost any recipe or food. I hope you find this helpful and have a newfound inspiration to get your groove on in the kitchen, cooking up some awesome, healthy recipes for your family. So that is it for today's episode. I really hope you try out some of these tips that I shared today. Um, I really hope you enjoy it. I personally really love cooking. Um, and I kind of found it by accident just, you know, in my, my constant dieting, uh, past life. So I would love to hear from you in the comments. Let me know what your favorite is. Um, let me know how you want to make healthier versions of your favorite foods. If you find this helpful and want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, please like, and subscribe. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Faith Fitness Joy on both of those, um, or check out my website at faithfitnessjoy.com. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I hope to see you in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think, so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.